welcome to the Guitar Omni Podcast. I'm Carl Woolwind of Columbus Classical Guitar. Each episode, we'll chat with a featured guest from the classical guitar world. Candid conversations, unique experiences, and career observations from the people who best know the guitar. This is your master class in life and the guitar. For more information and past episodes, please visit columbusclassicalguitar.com or see Carl Woolwind Guitarist on Facebook. So I'm here with Golfam Kayam, all the way from uh, Iran. Are you in? Are you in Tehran, Golfam? Yes, yes, I'm in Tehran. Thanks for having me. Great to I be here. It's, it's fantastic and exotic and very exciting. So I think <laughs> you 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 win the award for being the farthest away guest. I I, I think so. How are Great. you? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, Great. After after a long time, we got rain. You know, when when we get rain here, the weather is great. <laughs> uh, so does that happen uh, very often? Unlike, <laughs> uh, no, that's that's why. I mean, unlike, uh, I mean, it, it's really funny for my European friends. When when we get rain, we say, "Wow, what a beautiful day!" Yeah. Uh, because we get that we we get rains quite seldom and uh that's why uh, and now it's started to rain after maybe i don't know six or seven weeks we didn't get any rain and wow. Tehran is quite i mean during the winter especially it's quite it gets quite uh, polluted and uh, this uh. kind of rains uh, it's a it's a blessing well, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to hear that, that it's raining for you. So yeah. you are a guitarist and a composer and an improviser. Um, and I met you several years ago. I, I don't know. My memory is not so good on, on specific years and whatnot, but I'm, I'm going to guess it was probably around 2012 or 2013 because you were in Cincinnati, right? By that time, not anymore. Uh, oh, it was even we, earlier we than that. Have, yeah, we should have met <laughs> uh, between 2006 and 2008. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the whole, uh, I mean, whole 2006 and 2007, uh, that two years I was in Cincinnati. And okay. I, yeah, I... Wow, it was that long back. ago. My gosh. Yeah, yeah. So it, it should have been... A, summer 2007 i i would suppose okay that that sounds maybe, sounds yeah. about right <laughs> yeah. so what how did you end up in cincinnati what was what was the uh the, the route that brought you there yeah that's a very uh interesting um story because my my uh, my brother is a musician he's a composer and pianist Okay. And uh, he's uh, almost five years uh, older than me. And um, he uh, actually wanted to pursue his uh, studies in music abroad. And uh, we had, we, we, we were lucky to have a very, um, you know, serious father about this that really helped us to find uh, great schools and uh, okay. he started to study where and uh, what you know universities and sure. uh, mostly like public universities are uh, 
you know, doing best in the, mm-hmm. in the States. And uh, one of the schools that he came across and he really liked it and encouraged him first uh, was University of Cincinnati. Okay. And that was uh, even before, uh, you know, we were talking about like 2000 or even okay. 1990. Uh, yeah, 2000 or a, a year before. Sure. And um, I remember receiving catalogs of CCM uh, by post, by mail, because uh-huh. he was curious to see the, and then we would look over, I, I was a, I was at high school or middle school, okay. receiving all these. So anyway, uh, he, um, he was the one, my father, our father was the one who actually f- came across the school okay. and applied. And uh, my, uh, first my brother applied and he, he was there. And then uh, it was my turn to 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 try if I get the admission, and then okay. I was uh, lucky to be accepted uh, with a video. Um, it, I mean, by by the time I think everybody auditioned uh, just in in at school, but sure. I was kind of one of the exceptions that I could send over some videos and. Okay. Um, and was that for was that for an undergraduate or for a graduate degree? No, for for master studies. I did my undergrad okay. in Tehran. Yes. Oh, okay. And what's yeah. what's the guitar scene like in there or in, in Tehran? What's what's that like? And how did how did the, how did that go time, for you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the time, at the time, um, actually, uh, there was no uh, guitar department. And oh my gosh! Actually, I mean, I. I loved science at, at the time. I mean, I, I still do. And <laughs> I thought I could do both. Uh, and as we didn't have guitar department, I said, okay, I, I'll do science. And then at the same time, I'll do classical guitar. And uh, at the end, uh, I figured out that, I mean, you cannot swim in two separate oceans. You, you have yeah. to choose. <laughs> and then I was skipping uh, laboratory classes and all that. Uh, <laughs> to practice. <laughs> to, you know, to practice and to, to do all the, you know, all the crash courses yeah. uh, elsewhere and uh, play chamber music and play concerts and wow. the, things like that. So then um, I was really preparing for this audition and I really um, uh, could manage to, to see what, what are the requirements for the master's uh, degree for, perform- for performance yeah. uh, in guitar department. So I uh, actually prepared the whole repertoire and then I, I, I could enter. But at the time, it was only, I mean, the, the universities, they just started uh, with uh, classical instruments. Okay. And uh, they had only maybe piano and violin. And most, I mean, the majority, uh, the, 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 the major concentration on uh, music was on traditional music. Sure. And bit by bit, uh, it's uh, building up. And now uh, classical guitar is one of the most uh, popular and crowded departments. Uh, Wonderful. In, uh, uh, yes, in universities. We have two public universities. One is Tehran University and one is um, Tehran Art University. Okay. 
Um, and I'm, I'm engaged as an associate uh, professor in Tehran Art University. And Excellent. We, we get, a, yeah, we get a wonderful performers from throughout the country. And uh, sometimes you see, I mean, you are surprised that they don't even have access to good teachers or course, resources, yeah. but they are so motivated to to you know move on and uh, sometimes even uh, they get uh, scholarships from abroad from really like remote uh, provinces or you know uh, places that they right. don't have uh, that much active scene uh, active musical scene as we have in Tehran uh -huh. uh, so uh, in Paris Conservatory in San Francisco Conservatory we have a performer now I think he's graduated or he's graduating anyway uh, so the the level is really growing and uh, even um, in the pandemic I see that uh, there are prize winners even in um, uh -huh. in online competitions uh -huh. because uh, always traveling um, and visa situation is a little bit sure. complicated uh, with the competitions and not many people can actually do that process but uh, right. with uh, this kind of pandemic actually was a good thing for the guitar scene because lots of competitions <laughs> are happening online right so they had so access they get to them that to, way yeah, yeah yeah they get a chance to to you know to participate Huh, that's really interesting. I would never have considered that, but it makes sense, sure, because it's it's just providing access in a different way for students that wouldn't have that otherwise. Yeah. So, I mean, would yeah. you say that the, the the growth in in the scene there is is that something that's relatively new, or is it had has it been building building for a little while? And and how how did that happen? Was there a teacher that kind of inspired people, or somebody that I mean, how how did how did that all come together? I think uh, yes, all all, all these uh, aspects were quite uh, effective, and uh, well, the the world is not the same. Uh, we have access to YouTube and to I mean tone base sure. and to lots of uh, resources that is that are uh, almost open source, and uh, we are uh, very. Mm, exposed to information in many different ways, which is uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes not right. so much. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it's kind of like a, a pollution. Uh, but right. anyway, uh, this is kind of very um, uh, important. Uh, at the, the same time, um, I think uh, bit by bit, uh, there has been builders like luthiers, uh, okay. guitar builders that uh, are uh, kind of um, just excuse me one sure. second. So I was saying that there there has been a lot of uh, aspects that help this uh, sure. process of um, going forward with the with the guitar and the de development of uh, classical guitar, and also the fact that guitar is uh, a, a quite uh, a less expensive instrument okay. and more accessible instruments. Right. And so this is also yeah. very, yeah, yeah. So uh, people who are really interested in uh, music, they, they, they can easily get a guitar. Uh, 
And uh, throughout all these years, after the uh, after the Islamic Revolution, we we confronted many limitations, of course, for in many different aspects. And these kind of limitations, bit by bit, were solved by people and by artists and musicians who put a lot of effort on that. And um, I remember that as a child, even carrying an instrument would be not uh, acceptable in in society. But now you see that in every corner of each area, you have uh, at least like two or three music schools. Right. And uh, it's, it's, it's a huge um, change. Right. And every parent would like uh, to have their kids uh, learn an instrument. And classical guitar is one of the most accessible ones. And That's exciting. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a, an instrument that comes first. And uh, then people just get interested. And then... Right. Uh, they 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 see you know uh, who, who's doing what and yeah. to what extent they can discover the whole world with with just yeah. one wood and a couple of uh, strings <laughs> so sure. they, they get motivated to to really work on it that's really cool that's that's great is there is there much of a concert scene do people have access to go see people play much yeah. Yeah, very much. I mean, before before the pandemic, I mean, normally uh, Tehran is a very active uh, city in uh, events, in uh, mostly in visual arts. Okay. Visual art is very very active and is a very serious thing, and it's kind of a, like a, a social ritual, <laughs> even okay. in a way. Every every Friday there are openings, and people actually dress up and go to galleries and see you know openings. And uh, uh, most of the time, all these openings they they are. Uh, integrated with a concert uh, and with a performance and uh, things like that. And um, um, also uh, the the concert scene is quite um, active and uh, lots of things are happening, were happening, but unfortunately we we were not um, very, how do I say? I mean, the vaccine came quite late, right. Right. Uh, and um, we are just beginning to uh, open up the concert ho- concert halls. Right. Uh, but now we are getting this new variant, actually. But uh, so right. we don't know what's happening in the near future. But um, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's been it's been quite a couple of years for everyone, I'm sure. <laughs> so, yes. how, how big how big a city is Tehran? How many people live there? Uh, I think uh, maybe sixteen million. Oh wow, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. sixteen or seventeen million during the day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, and so, tell me about how how you as a child, how were you exposed to the classical guitar, and how did that that happen for you before you went to college? Uh, yes. Um, I mean, I 
was born in a family that uh, they were not musicians, but they were uh, doing art uh, as profession. Um, oh. My mother is a painter and my oh, father is a writer. Yeah. So they were taking music. Uh, I mean, they, they love music and uh, the, the music was quite a um, dominant uh, aspect of everyday life. Uh, with vinyls and uh, cassettes and tapes and uh-huh. uh, before even the CDs came. Uh, so, uh, and not even, I mean, not only classical, uh, also to, you know, um, pop music or to rock, or to Pink Floyd, Bob Dylan or June wow. Baez and all that, that I uh, beat and, uh, you know. Was, all, was that easy to get a hold of then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, you okay. could, you could. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my 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 parents that they had a great archive uh, um, before the, I mean, before the revolution, and uh, even after the revolution, when I was a kid, uh, it was not, uh, you know, legal in a way, but right. uh, you could have access. Right, people had that. Uh, yeah, there. You, yeah, yeah. So. Um, Anyway, uh, when I think about it, it's, it's really like uh, a movie. I mean, uh, I cannot believe that uh, <laughs> uh, I, I live that, yeah. uh, that, that time. But anyway, um, so I was saying that, uh, yes, yeah, so my first encounter with classical guitar was my cousin, um, okay. a, an older cousin who was uh, taking guitar lessons uh, in a in a private school, which was not so accepted again by the uh-huh. by the society at the time. Uh, it was kind of like an underground, I mean, the, it was kind of like underground uh, uh-huh. music school. Uh, and then um, after a while, um, and then once I, I saw her uh, playing the this kind of strange instrument with uh, with the, <laughs> with all these uh, giggly you know strings and all these uh, uh, tuning machines uh-huh. and all that at this circle hole and it was kind of like very interesting uh, and of course I didn't have the right to touch it I mean she. I mean, I thought that I'm not allowed to touch uh, uh-huh. that thing because it's kind of very a serious thing that uh, she's uh, doing. But then she said, "Okay, come, you you can touch and you can you know try try it." And, and then I, I really you? liked it. I was about five, maybe. Oh my gosh! Wow! Yeah. 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 And then, um, then my uh, my brother was already playing, uh, taking piano lessons. Okay. So obviously, I I started with piano, but I didn't like it, and then I <laughs> sw- switched to uh, that kind of instrument that I didn't know the name. <laughs> so they then they told me that it's a it's a guitar actually. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, that's very cool. And and did, did you have access to a teacher? And did did you start playing classically? Is that is that how yes, you started? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. I I started classical guitar. There was a a group of teachers actually back then. Okay. Uh, they were a trio that they they were educated as classical guitarists uh, by by an older teacher who had okay. access before the revolution. Somehow, right. I, I, I'm not sure, but 
those group of teachers, they were very, very important. I mean, they played a very important role in uh, showing the beauty of classical guitar mm. and to really put a lot of efforts on uh, uh, getting permissions, official permissions to have uh, official uh, stage because for a time period, the stage was only for uh, very limited uh, amount of only traditional music or right. kind of army music and um, right. okay. uh, that kind of uh, music. But uh, they, they did a lot of efforts, those uh, musicians, those teachers that I, I was working with one of them. Yeah, and Kazem, who's that? Kazem, Kazem Moazen. He okay. immigrated to Canada. Okay. And he was the one who would uh, translate lots of uh, method books into Farsi at that time. And uh, he would organize house concerts every single month. Oh my he gosh. would organize competitions. I remember in a, in a kindergarten, he, uh, he, um, yeah, he organized the competition. Wow. Uh, for different levels of age. I mean, he, he did a fantastic job. And then he did chamber music sessions uh, with empty hands. I mean, it was really yeah. like uh, the, the tuition fee that he would get. It was, when I think about it, it was really like yeah. nothing. And it was just the story the of real devotion there. Yeah. Yeah, devotion. The devotion that he and a couple of other colleagues they had was uh, amazing and really inspiring. And then uh, I was uh, at middle school that he immigrated to Canada. And okay. then I started with another colleague that they were playing a duo and they actually uh, recorded the first CD, first guitar CD that came uh. out in Iran. It was their duo with cla only classical guitar repertoire. Wow. And it was really amazing. And this, uh, yeah. Uh, and then my second teacher, he was more into contemporary music and that's uh, where I got uh, the first um, uh, sparks of uh, interest uh, from, from his lessons. And he, I remember at that time he um, performed a whole concerts of uh, contemporary repertoire with Koshkin. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, the, 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 the toys. Uh, uh -huh. sweet and uh brower sonata okay and yeah so it was quite a radical for that time sure. it was quite a radical repertoire yeah yeah that we, we we'd never had heard before right um and uh, so i for a couple of years i studied with him and it was qu quite a a uh, different approach in uh, lessons, uh, more technique and more uh, uh, sight readings and mm -hmm. uh, more, you know, um, contemporary repertoire and so forth. Yeah. And then he immigrated to, uh, to the States. <laughs> okay. So I was 16. <laughs> I was 16 that I had no more teachers. And I would, I remember that uh, even the internet at the time was on DOS. Uh, it wasn't, uh, the Windows was not, uh, uh, it didn't came out. Uh, 
right. at the time. And I was uh, exchanging emails about fingerings uh, because <laughs> I wanted to play uh, the Koyumbaba at the time I, oh I was 16. Gosh. And I, yeah. I didn't know this kind of weird <laughs> fingerings of that, that, that score. And then he would, on the email, he would say, Oh, you know, this wow. or this, but we couldn't, we couldn't even exchange like photos right. at, at that time. Right. It so was just he, text, text I mean, emails, right? Yeah. Text email. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah. So it was, uh, but at the time also one of the things that was quite uh, effective and uh, motivated many guitar players was uh, the, master classes that people from abroad would come. Okay. Uh, there was this uh, cultural uh, exchange between Austria, uh, Iran and France and Iran that they still um, they still keep those cultural exchanges uh, okay. very seriously among many other you know embassies or you know right. cultural uh, in not institutions, cultural you know, uh, centers of uh, related yeah, sure. to yeah related to to consulates or right so forth yeah. anyway uh, they they uh, had or um, they were organizing regularly these kind of master classes that a teacher from Austria or guitarist from Austria uh, came uh, and I remember uh, the audition because there were so many people uh, part who wanted to participate and it was just like three days masterclass wow. and uh, they said we have to have an exam like an entrance okay. exam so in order to have yeah to audition and so to to have a selected eight maximum eight performers and the day I, I went for the audition, I remember that the, the, the hall was full of guitar players who were, you know, uh, uh, preparing. And the, the whole audition took two days, two whole days. Wow. He heard. <laughs> and I, uh, everybody were, was surprised because everything at the time was kind of uh, underground. Yeah. But uh, so then, there's a lot of energy, um, a lot of that lot of, was, yeah, yeah, a lot, yeah, of, a lot of energy, yeah. and then you could see that uh, no, but you could see that you know, uh, you cannot you cannot stop people from yeah what they do yeah. they, they right, do right. what they do. I mean, music yeah. is uh, is a is a natural thing, and you're uh, it's 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 a very human thing. Wow. Anyway, so there was, so... Yeah, there was this, it sounds like there was this huge drive because people, I mean, obviously if, if, if it was underground and, and it was hard to have access to doing it, that would really motivate you. You know, you, you're not going to take it for exactly. granted. You're going to take it very seriously and you're going to pursue it very hard, you know, rather than it exactly. just being something casual or something that you do. Oh, you know, that, you know, yeah, not, not, exactly. not in an important exactly. way. That's, that's, exactly. that's, that's, that's amazing. It's really beautiful in a way, you know, I, I can't, I can't imagine, yeah. I, I, like, I've just never heard of such a thing. Somebody to come to do a three-day masterclass and there's so many students that want to play in this masterclass that, that it takes two days to audition them. I mean, that's, that's yeah. fantastic. That's, that's exciting. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, who, who was the artist? It was, uh, unfortunately, he passed away uh, a couple of years ago, a teacher from uh, Vienna Conservatory, Vienna MDV, uh, Music uh, Conservatory, the, the main Vienna uh -huh. uh, music school. 
um, Leo Vitrushinsky, that, oh, that wow. was the name. It's not, yeah. not a name I'm familiar with at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> he was he was a great teacher, and uh, uh, I was the youngest who got in the class. Ah, congratulations! And, uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm saying that there, there were many aspects that uh, bit by bit uh, made um, an impact. On sure. development of classical guitar yeah. and where, where we are now. Wow, what a story! And so, when when you went to undergrad, you you mentioned that you were you were studying science and, and music at the same time, but you weren't. What did what would what was your degree? Would it was it would, did you get finish a music degree yes. as an undergraduate? Um, okay, but not as, as not as a classical no, guitarist. No. no, 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 I couldn't do a classical guitar. It didn't okay. exist. But I was doing like official certificates uh, in uh, the university at the the art universities. Okay. But it wasn't like a bachelor degrees. It was right. like a degree of sight reading, degree of analysis. Okay. Uh, right. Things like that. But then uh, I was qualified. I mean, in. Um, in the states, like like anywhere, like also in Iran, you're you right. have the right to do uh, other things uh, in your undergrad, of course. and then apply for another major in, in your field, grad right. studies. Unless, uh, I mean, uh, you have to be qualified. Right, of a, course. A, yeah. You have to have the profile. Yeah. So. And were you studying? Were you studying privately with the teacher during the whole time that you were an undergraduate? At the time, no. Uh, no. When I was 16, uh, my teacher, my second teacher, he went to the States and I was uh, keeping in touch with him uh, by, you know, email and... Right. Uh, so you were just, you were just uh, basically yeah. working on your own after that? Yes, the and uh, the thing that was very uh, effective on my progress was the fact that I played a lot of chamber music. I started ah. to, to collaborate with a flutist, with a cellist, with a string quartet, yeah. with uh, uh, so it it was quite um, effective and it yeah. really helps to to improve. Absolutely, absolutely. And then I started to take seriously uh, theory classes and uh, sight reading and uh, so forth. And the other thing that I started when I was eighteen was uh, setar. It's a traditional instrument. Uh -huh. Uh, with four strings um, okay. that is resembles like a, a small guitar with a long neck. Uh -huh. And it was kind of a very um, turning point in my education in a way, because I realized that uh, how a uh, pedagogical system can be different, so different for the quite the same instrument Right. Uh, with the same kind of uh, <laughs> left hand and right hand system, but it's a, a completely a different world uh, of learning and performing and right. uh, everything. So uh, I was really fascinated by this instrument and I, I had great teachers that really opened my mind at the time. And uh, it was kind of like uh, the very first steps of uh, actually what I do until now right, uh, yeah. is actually, I mean, the seeds are 
planted, planted there, yeah, uh, during yeah. those lessons. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so you came to the states. Yeah, yeah. Um, for a couple of years, you had never been here before. I imagine, and it, that must have been quite a quite a different environment. No, I mean, I was I was there. I was there when I was three years. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. When when I was three years old, I I we I've been. Uh, I mean, but I don't remember so you didn't much. Remember, yeah. uh, I I was very young. It was during the war when my parents uh, thought about immigrating to the states mm. uh, because I have a large. Uh, community of my family who immigrated um, oh, okay so you have family States. here yeah. yeah yeah but then they 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 decided to to come back yeah. and uh then uh when i i first when i went there the the, the university itself was a quite a shock i mean the, <laughs> the library i mean the yeah. access and I remember that uh, I was at uh, one of these uh, classes, like um, graduate research and writing. That was the mm -hmm. name of the class. And uh, the teacher, he, the lecturer, he explained that um, there is a, this Ohio link that you can actually order whatever you want. And yeah. then there is this link between the- uh, All of the libraries, yeah. Yeah, all of the mm -hmm. libraries. And then you have, you can access even to uh, libraries that are outside of the state. And I thought, you know, it's too good to be true. I have to, <laughs> I have to search for something I can get anything. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to search for something that then I, I, I would prove that this is, this is like uh, just a publicity for the school. It's it's, it's not real. <laughs> and actually, can... I got it. I mean, I ordered some random, not random. I I really, I I was really curious to hear those recordings that I don't right. remember what those recordings <laughs> were. But then I um, actually uh, ordered those, and then couple days after I got this uh, message that your order is ready and I was completely <laughs> shocked and <laughs> I remember I was telling my classmates this is great I mean you don't know what kind of uh, you know uh, opportunities you're you're in oh and yeah you don't realize. And then uh, they say, yeah, yeah, that's, that's normal. That's, <laughs> and, and meanwhile, normal. they don't use it at all. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, that's so cool. And like, and you studied with Claire. Yeah. Yeah. I studied with Claire. It, it was a fantastic yeah. teacher. She was a fantastic teacher. And um, Claire is uh, someone who really trusted uh, to bring me over from yeah. from a country that not everybody would have uh, thought that not not everybody would have you know trusted at, at the sure. time sure did you uh, did you contact her directly before you 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 came to study yes. and and yes, so she yes. helped she helped you with all yes. everything getting here and yes, everything, everything. Oh, wow. and I had amazing yeah I had to because we don't have a U.S. embassy in Iran right. uh, I had to go to uh, I mean we have to go elsewhere and I decided to go to Switzerland uh, oh, okay. in a case that I don't get the visa so I would stay just there and uh, study because I, I had family there and okay. uh, they, they have did you actually have I mean, to move the, to Switzerland I, to do that 
I was planning to just, you know, pass by for a couple of weeks and then okay. uh, start in um, spring quarter. Okay. In two thousand, in two thousand five. Okay. So I went there uh, in 2005 and I went to the embassy uh, and they wouldn't, uh, first they wouldn't give me an appointment in the embassy. So it took so long to get the wow. appointment. Oh my yes. gosh. Yeah. So I got the appointments um, and then I went uh, and the officer said that uh, we cannot tell you if uh, the the result will be positive or negative. Um right. And we cannot tell you how long it will take us right. to let you know that, uh, I mean, either either of these right. answers. <laughs> so sure. basically, I was kind of suspended and I decided to pre prepare myself for Lausanne Conservatory at the time okay. uh, for for the for the audition. Wow. And uh, yeah, so it was quite and I, I missed like two quarters uh, huh. of of the school and i remember claire was in touch with the with the embassy and she would uh, really push them and uh, protect my profile because i had scholarship i mean i had yeah. uh, scholarship and i had admission and it will i mean there was no reason that they would reject my profile although i i had friends who had scholarships and uh, admissions that their unfortunately their visas were rejected right. because of the nationality it's very um, very difficult to get into this country you know and and from from i'm sure certain yeah. that like you know it, i mean from anywhere and i'm certain that that like from iran it's it's even more more difficult. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I can't even imagine. Claire was my teacher, and uh, yeah, she she has been so supportive and yeah. very caring and yeah. uh, a real mentor. And she's um, an amazing person. Amazing person, and she really realized that uh, what I mean. She uh, for any students, not not myself, but she uh, she. she realizes that um, what uh, intentions, like internal intentions of each student is, and then right. uh, then she nourishes all those mm -hmm. intentions and all those uh, on the, all those uh, thirsts or right. all those uh, enthusiasm. So it's uh, it's uh, it's a great. Um, insight for any teacher to to have this and yeah. not every teacher ha has that and sometimes you see that uh, other teachers would uh, only push people in one direction right competitions or whatever sure. but she was she was really sensitive on um, finding every single person's character and shape that yeah. and protect that character yeah. uh, and help them to find their own way right yeah it's 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's tremendous it really is I've, I've 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 been bugging her to 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 talk with me and and do a do a podcast episode with me and i i, I she's very resistant i think you know she's 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 not the most technic te technologically minded person to begin with 
Um, and yeah. she, I think she's 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 very humble, you know. But I I just think what a wealth of information. And she's such she's such a great person to talk to, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just list, just yeah. listening to her talk and and all the years exactly. that I've known her and everything. And I I'm really hoping that I can that I can get her on. Yeah, I think, me too. You know, she's, I hope she's so. a she's a treasure, you know. She's a real yeah. for our community. Yeah, really. She is. She's something else. So, so, so you're here in 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 the states in Cincinnati doing doing your master's degree, um, and at that time, what were you planning to do after you finished school? Did you did you I think about going for a doctorate, bit, yeah. or did you did you think about yeah, staying here? Yeah, I was here? kind of yeah yeah I was kind of uh, you know looking around. Uh, I was a little bit confused for for the for my future. But then um, I was uh, very fascinated uh, even uh, since uh, my days in Iran before uh, going abroad, I came across uh, this composer, uh, Dushan Bogdanovich. Of that course, I yeah. Could, yeah. Yeah, that I could barely pronounce his name at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I felt that this, this music is really fantastic and I really love it, love to play it. And then I yeah. got the score with, uh, with a lot of obstacles in Iran and I couldn't even perform. I mean, I couldn't even sight read it. Uh -huh. And uh, then um, I have to also mention that Lili Afshar, the, the guitarist mm -hmm. who's uh, teaching in, of course. Um, yeah. In yeah, uh, she was also a very impactful because she was she started to come to Iran to give concerts and master right, classes and bring uh, scores. Yeah. Actually, she was the one who brought that score uh, oh. to Iran. So she's also very uh, a very important character in uh, establishing and bringing wow. people, uh, motivate okay. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I know she does a lot of work here through like Iranian cultural associations and things like that. There was yeah. she played a concert in Columbus for the Guitar Society, and it was it was sponsored by a by a, a cultural organization. Um, yeah, and it was sure. one of the I tell you it was one of the biggest audiences that we had. You know, all, yes. all all the Iranian people came, and it was it was yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, then uh, in Cincinnati, I, I started to uh, dig into his music, and more and more, I discovered I I really liked to discover more about him. And then I was thinking to go to San Francisco uh -huh. to study with him. And I remember Claire would come up with a new score that uh, Doberman or Mel Bay uh, published a new score from Bogdanovich. I got it for you. And uh, she was really, <laughs> everybody knew uh, at, at school, they, uh, if, if you see a, a score of Bogdanovich passing by, it's uh, <laughs> behind. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so uh, then I realized that actually she, uh, he, Bogdanovich, he um, uh, got this position in uh, as the head of a guitar department in Geneva. Right. And I, as I was uh, in Switzerland before, uh, I said, uh, well, that's a, that's a great um, opportunity to go back to Europe and okay. to study with him. And during my time in uh, in the States, also I had this single visa status that I could not go out of the country. And uh, it was kind of becoming oh. annoying. 
that I cannot, uh, you know, travel right. back and forth and you're kind of uh, stuck, stuck until, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then when, when I was uh, done with my master's, I said, I, I have to go out and uh, and then if I want you, to come did back, then I'll Did you prohibit you from even going home? Yes, yes. So you, yes. you had to stay in the States, period. Yeah, even I, wow. I remember I was... I, I went to uh, to see uh, Niagara Falls and everybody right. was uh, oh, yeah. was telling me that uh, don't yeah, pass don't, the border don't if do you pass Canada, the border yeah. then yeah, yeah yeah because then uh, you go for an ice cream and then <laughs> you cannot right. come back yeah yeah because it's it's very close I mean you see people just walk oh yeah uh, sure yeah but uh, anyways so that was that was also another reason that I wow. uh, that's tough mm, yeah. Yeah, that I decided to go to Europe. And then I auditioned uh, in Geneva. I got in uh, in the class of uh, Dushan Bogdanovich. I mm-hmm. studied with him. And then uh, it was also him that encouraged me to, to start just improvising and to, uh-huh. uh, because I was really interested on what he does. And as an improviser, it was really... Uh, the first time that I saw that you can actually improvise outside of the context of jazz or traditional. Right. Before right. I thought that improvisation only exists if you're a jazz musician or if you're a traditional musician. Right. But then he he actually opened up a, a, a word that it's not necessarily any... Uh, particular genre that right. you're supposed to or you would like to improvise you, sure. you, you improvise you just begin to speak or it's right. it's a dialogue it's spontaneous a spontaneous composition it's a, yeah yeah it's a spontaneous composition it's an expression it's a way of yeah. uh, um, expressing yourself does he have and, a methodology for teaching that or is is it just he yeah, encourages people many. to follow yeah Many, many, many. I mean, he's a very, very systematic person and yeah. he really um, was very effective uh, during my years of study with him to actually uh, bring all that systematic thinking yeah. and systematic strategies in, um, in music. And, and, and is the improv- uh, improvisation, is that like integrated into his curriculum? Or is that something that you have to specifically ask for him to help with? Um, and now it's uh, it's actually uh, as a curriculum. But before, yeah. when I was there in 2008, it was uh, me and another student uh, who were doing improvisation with him. Okay. Uh, the other students, I mean, he would, like was Claire, he was really looking for the student's interest and uh, he Supporting that. really tried to concentrate and really shape and uh, um, make a direction for that right. uh, intentions, for those intentions. So I would ask him um, um, about improvisation. I was really interested and I would uh, bring uh, his scores, his own scores for analyzing uh, in lessons. I really wanted to know. And then he has this uh, method book. He has uh, lots of um, articles and books uh, that he 
actually explains uh, all these compositional and improvisational strategies in different ways, which are really interesting. And um, we went over all these uh, method books and uh, then I started uh, an, a piece um, as a project that had uh, great chunks of improvisation inside. And okay. then it was uh, then serious because I had to bring that improvisation uh, on stage. And right. that was the very first time that I, 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 I did that. And um, I remember also I was, because I was in a soloist uh, diploma part, I, I got, I auditioned uh, for his class and then you do an, uh, you do a second audition and you might be accepted for soloist uh, degree. And okay. I, I did that and I, I was, sh I, I shifted to soloist um, diploma. Okay. And, and were, you, were, you, was, uh, were you doing your, your studies in English with, with Dushan there? Yeah, or? with him. Yeah, yeah with yeah. him, I, I spoke English, but okay. uh, other courses were in French. Yeah, how many languages do you speak? Yeah. Uh, I speak English, Farsi, French, uh, Turkish, and a little bit of Spanish, uh, but uh, I, yeah. I don't consider, yeah. <laughs> but uh, like four, four proper, I mean, four, four languages. Right, yeah. So, so the rest uh, of your study there was in French then? Yeah, the rest of yeah. the studies are in French. Um, huh. Yeah, so... I was saying that uh, I, I had to play Brower concerto and uh, I also made an improvisation for, for the cadenza. So bit uh -huh. by bit, I got uh, comfortable with improvisation. And then, um, yeah, that, that's how it came. Ah, wow. And how long, how long did you study there? I, I studied two years uh, okay. with uh, Dushan and then I... Uh, came back. I uh, worked one year in Iran, and then I went back to uh, Geneva for a degree of composition that I studied oh, okay. with him and okay. uh, with uh, and the rest of the curriculum was. Um, I mean, the compositional, uh, not not performer perform performing performance anymore. Right. Uh, it was uh, orchestration and analysis and all that. Uh, so that was in 2012 until 14. Okay. And then I w won a fellowship to do kind of a research on um, uh, integration of ethnic elements in contemporary music. So I was... Uh, studying uh, many um, traditional instruments and their um, kind of gestures, their uh, modes, uh, mm -hmm. ornamentations, for example, ornamentations are very uh, challenging and uh, also uh, beautiful, very inspiring topic. Uh, and then how to bring all that and implement those in, in a new context. And where, where were you studying that? Was, that? was that there in Tehran? Uh, yes, it was founded by Swiss, uh, Switzerland, by ah. the conservatory. Okay. Uh, so the uh, final um, project was a string uh, 
orchestra piece for guitar and clarinet and string orchestra and some other pieces, some other chamber music pieces. Um, and then a thesis that I had to submit uh, okay. for this uh, second master. Wow. And was, was and then, composition something that, that you had a long interest in or was it something that, that you know, had, had kind of bubbled up as you were working with Dushan and you thought, hey, I think I'll, I'll, I'll pursue this as well? No, it was kind of a very, very uh, early thing that was part of my uh, private time. Okay. <laughs> I mean... Um, so you, even, you've been writing uh, music for a long time then. Yeah. For a long time, but I, I, it was always for, for myself, and sure. uh, I never thought about uh, it's. I mean, I was doing a lot of arrangements, and I was also interested in jazz, and I was trying to imitate jazz improvisations and so forth. And then I was writing music for myself, and I never thought that it's it's something that is uh, because I play guitar i mean you cannot do both i thought right. i mean you have to choose uh, right. anyway did you but ever play any what, of your own, own music and performance or was it just something that you did for your own yes yeah then yeah. uh by by coincidence well once uh, before going to the states i i played it and uh, my father said what what is this is uh it's um <laughs> what kind of repertoire is that <laughs> and then i said uh, actually i wrote this and th and then i was I was really anxious because uh, he he doesn't have I mean he doesn't consider if it's is something bad he says this is really bad <laughs> but then he said that's really good oh fantastic <laughs> and then I said okay fantastic great <laughs> and uh, yeah so um, so bit by bit I was uh, more and more and then my my love my really passion for contemporary music I love contemporary music and in Cincinnati I was attending most of the concerts and uh, in, in Geneva too uh, as well and uh, so it was kind of like uh, building up in in a way and then in classes of uh, Bogdanovich I he said just bring, bring them to class uh -huh. so it was really uh, encouraging and uh, making it as a as a proper work yeah. Because I thought that uh, I have to play Bach and uh, Giuliani and Soar, but then he said, "No, you don't have to. You can play your own thing. Oh, you can wow. improvise. You can you can do whatever you want. It's 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 not a have to. We right. we don't. Have, yeah. Um, and it's I I was really blessed. I mean, um, if I if I mean all these little steps. Yeah, it's all coming uh, together to yeah, yeah, sure. Come come together and <laughs> shape your 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 future and so, uh, so when when you went back to went back to Tehran, um, were you working? Were you were you writing music? What, what was what was happening after that fellowship? Yeah, yeah. When I went to back when I went to went back to Iran, uh, that was already two thousand fourteen. Okay. Uh, to, uh, no, so, sorry, 2015-16. Uh, yeah, I was going back and forth because the the most of the 
the research that I was doing was in, was in Iran. I was taking lessons. I was traveling. I was okay. uh, transcribing a lot of uh, recordings and uh, trying to 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 figure out all these oral tradition that is kind of a mishmash of in, information. It's really beautiful, but it's not organized. So right. I had to kind of organize all these data for myself. Uh, I came across... Uh, a, a musician, a clarinetist, um, in, in, that I was following his her work uh, through Facebook. Okay. Um, and we exchanged some messages. And then once I was accompanying a friend uh, at the airport in Geneva, just um, a random, you know, day. And then I, I saw a girl with a case i love my clarinet that sticker i love my clarinet <laughs> and i thought oh my god this is uh she resembles because you know on facebook people they don't sure really yeah. resemble to to what they are on, <laughs> on, and you just reality. ran into her at the airport <laughs> yeah yeah i just you know i just I just, you know, tap on the, on her shoulder. I said, Amazing. Uh, Are you Mona? Yeah. And then, and normally I don't do these kind of things. Sure. I avoid, you know, I, I just <laughs> go on. But it was like somebody pushed me. Somebody pushed oh me to, towards her. And then, Amazing. Are, are you Mona? And she said, Yeah, who are you? And I said, I'm Goldfam. We are, uh, we exchange messages. We're friends uh, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? Wow! And then uh, she, and then immediately we we uh, sat down for a coffee, and then immediately when I uh, went back, I mean went out of the airport, I thought that uh, something uh, vibrant has happened, and yeah. we really feel that we are on the same. Yeah. yeah, we are really connected, and we really have to do something together. And that summer. She came to Iran and uh, we started to work uh, very intensely on a project that uh, we had no idea what the future of this project would be, but we, we needed to, to work on this together. At the time, we had a concert organized, but it, I mean, um, normally you don't do that amount of work for, I mean, as a chamber, chamber right. musician. Sure uh for for an improvised program you just meet you know casually right. and you and then you you show up for the improvisation and then you you see what happens but we really were uh devoted in something uh yeah. that we didn't know what what's what would wow. be the, okay. the future of that project yeah so we uh, premiered that uh, in Austria, in Vienna, and then second uh, time in Geneva. Okay. And when and then, was this? Uh, that's in uh, late uh, 2014. Okay. And then uh, in 2015, uh, my uh, previous... Um, I mean the 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 director of a, of a Hermes Records that I I recorded uh, first uh, my second album, um, Ravi, the music of Bogdanovich with my improvisations with Udan guitar. Okay. Uh, he mm, he liked the program and he said, you know, I have uh, I want to mm, propose this to Manfred Aisha and that uh, to ECM Records. Yeah. And he actually did this and I 
we weren't because you know these things are really random and right. you, you never yeah. know you, i mean there are big names in on ecm i mean Keith yeah, oh, yeah huge you know, yeah. All, all that. i mean <laughs> so then we got we got the answer that why not let's let's do it from wow from him. Yeah, oh my gosh in early yeah so we went to switzerland i mean by coincidence, actually, uh, the the studio the studio that we were invited to record it uh, was in Lugano, okay. in Switzerland, and we recorded uh, this album called Narante, uh, okay. and uh, yeah, so it it became quite uh, well received internationally Amazing. and locally. Yeah. yeah. Wow, and and was is is it is it stuff that you, that you wrote together? Um, is, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a mix of uh, my own compositions that I wrote for different formations or okay. uh, different contexts that uh, I brought, uh, and then uh, she found uh, uh, the the clarinet part, and okay. there are uh, ideas that she brought, and then I I had the uh, the guitar parts as the uh, as 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 my uh, you know, complementary suggestions. And there were uh, things that we did uh, completely improvise and we really liked it and we kept the, the idea. And also there are some open sections that every time it's, it's, it's a different yeah. situation oh, in, wow. in performance, but it's a, it's a very pleasing program. And every time we play a concert, we are very, very free and yeah. uh, it's a it's a it's a different kind of um, approach uh, of performing uh, compared yeah. to repertoire. Right, of course, yeah. yeah. And, and, and so, so the recording is available. Um, yeah, and you're you're still performing together. Yeah, we just uh, played a concert uh, in October uh, in September, late, late September in Zurich. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, are you we going to bring it to the in, states? <laughs> hopefully, I mean, I mean, the album, the album was uh, was selected by NPR for songs we love. Wow! Uh, and yeah, that's exciting. And that is then, so cool. Yeah, and then we we had this opportunity to to come for uh, for Tiny Desk, I, I guess. Uh -huh. But um, it's the fact that. Um, the the visa situation. Oh, uh, I mean, she she has Austrian passport, but I don't have any passports. Right. I mean, uh, as an Iranian, it's it's quite difficult to get there. Right. Oh my god. And it was wow. during Trump. And it was during Trump uh, uh, travel ban. Yeah. So. Wow. It was canceled. Oh my yeah. gosh, we've got we've got to get you here. <laughs> <laughs> Is are the are do you do you have do you have videos of of performances available on YouTube yeah. anything like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have the, to check it out. The, uh, I must check it out. Yeah, the album is available uh, of course. Yeah. on all the platforms and our videos and uh, yeah. Wow. Sure. And you recently did something um, with Bill Kanengeiser and it was an orchestral yes. project, right? Tell me about that. What was what was that all about? Yeah, and it's it's not an orchestra project. It's a solo piece for okay. uh, the orchestra project. I think it's uh, it's another project that I'm, I must have I'm, seen them at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Probably. I mean, the premiere. I think premiere were were quite the same time. 
Okay. Uh, it was during travel ban that uh, Kahne Geyser uh, had this uh, really interesting project called Diaspora. Uh-huh. And he and uh, I think Sergio Assad had uh, this in mind to yeah. kind of uh, overcome the situation, uh, the travel ban, the mm-hmm. all the uh, limitations, social limitations that uh, were caused uh, at the time. And then um, he commissioned me a piece. Okay. Um, and uh, the piece, I mean, the idea behind the piece, uh, which is related to this uh, project, for me was a personal thing that I was confronting and other other people from my generation uh, are confronting is the fact that um, we are people who were educated outside of the country and we decided to to come back and to be, you know, um, to work for several reasons. And uh, then you don't recognize, I mean, you're a foreigner at your own, in your own land in in certain ways. Right. But but you're bringing so much back. That's that's the strange part about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and got got this education, got all this you know exposure to culture and everything, and and exactly you, know, I mean, you, you really made yourself an asset that you're bringing back home, you know. And I think yeah, wow, yeah I mean that's a, yeah that's the that's the, that, that's the goal, and that's all the motivation and all the the, the devotion that yeah. uh, myself and my I mean my colleagues, uh, I'm not right. alone. Uh, also, many people decide to, for for uh, legitimate reasons, they right. they, they sure, stay. Sure. Anyway, uh, so this kind of uh, situation uh, it was something that I proposed, and he really liked the idea. So it's a it's called Lost Land, and it's kind of a piece that uh, you're kind of like a really lost in your orientation and uh, the. The, the tempo marking is disorientato. So it's really like lento disorientato, disorientato. So it's really like disoriented. So you, yeah. you the opening is like this adagio uh, adagio, uh, and then then it disappears and then it goes and it's it's a constant search for uh, for a for a drone or for a modal zone, but it's yeah. uh, suspended and uh, with all these ornaments. That uh, the ornaments also um, are uh, kind of adapted and implemented in Renaissance uh, ornaments as well. Okay. The cross string uh, trills yeah. or with the cadential uh, phrasal uh, cadences, yeah, yeah. like typical phrase uh, cadential phrases that we see in Renaissance. And uh, it's kind of like a new, like a, not a new, but kind of like, a, yeah, completely disoriented in a way. Uh-huh. Right, right. Yeah. And, and that's that's pretty new, right? I mean, that's, that's that, that was something yeah. that was done recently. Yes, I mean, uh, I wrote this uh, just when I got uh, my first son, I mean, my only, my only child, <laughs> my son. Uh, and um, I handed over the composition maybe in 2019. Okay. 
Um, and then uh, recently we, we had a lot of Zoom discussions about fingers and edits of mm -hmm. the score. And the score just came out a couple right. of weeks ago. Oh, published congratulations. By yeah, 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 thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's published on, on proper score. Right. So I'm really happy for the result and I'm, I'm really pleased and I was really blessed to, to have this, to be and part of this project. How how did how what was your connection with Bill before that? I mean, how did how did that happen? It's amazing. He, he, yeah, he just it's decided amazing. he was going to commission a piece for you. It's amazing because when I was in states, I was uh, as I was into music of Bogdanovich, I came across yeah. this beautiful recording that Kana Geyser did with Balkan Miniatures. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it it won a Grammy. I mean, mm -hmm. this uh, this. Um, the CD. Anyway, uh, and then I was uh, watching his uh, tutorial uh, videos in the library all the time, and <laughs> I was, uh, you know, uh, following up with the LA Guitar Quartet. And then once I was visiting a family member, uh, my family in during holidays in Pittsburgh, okay. and my cousin, the one that uh, played the guitar. Oh my gosh, the same one. Uh, that cousin now they are in Pittsburgh, living in Pittsburgh actually. Wow. Uh, she uh, she's Does she still play guitar? The, yeah, kind of, but less and less. I mean, she's <laughs> she's a busy, I mean, busy mom. And then uh, yeah. Anyway, so um, she uh, actually uh, got this um, as a Christmas present um, ticket. LA Guitar Quartet, and I oh I was really uh, fascinated to see, especially my idol was Kanegeiser, to see Kanegeiser, and it was a beautiful concert. And then uh, once we were passing by to exit the hall, I randomly uh, saw <laughs> Kanegeiser, and then I, sh I shook, <laughs> yeah, I shook his hand. I remember I shook his hand. I said, uh, it was beautiful. Uh, thank you for the concert. I'm, I'm a big fan and that, all that. That's like in 2006. Oh my god. And gosh. I never thought like uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all these years after he would yeah. uh, commission and then we would just sit down and you know wow. talk about uh, my piece and yeah. Did he was he aware of any of your music um before he commissioned yeah actually uh he's like a very close friend of uh, dushan of course yeah. and uh when he told him about this uh, diaspora project i think uh, dushan um mentioned me and then uh. Uh, he he heard also that the the duo, the duo project with clarinet okay. and guitar and some right, other right, pieces right. I, I i suppose as he said so he liked the the music, and then he he just wrote me. Oh, that's awesome! Did 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 you tell yeah. him about the uh, the Ellie Guitar Quartet concert? Yes, yeah. yeah, did did yeah, you remember yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah. He said, obviously, I don't remember, but uh, it's great that we are here. <laughs> I love that. That is that's 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 another beautiful story. That's great. And mm -hmm. so and 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 the orchestral thing. The that that's something new too, right? This you had something recently um, that I saw. Uh, written, uh, yeah. um, that's not written for Kanegeiser. Uh, I have um, 
The recent uh, composition that I did, it was a commission um, and it doesn't have guitar inside. I think right. maybe you were mentioning that. Yeah, uh, some, something was, something I saw recently from you on, on Facebook and I, and I yeah. listened to a bit of the music and it was fantastic. I was, just like, I was yeah. completely blown away. I was like, wow. Wow, thank yeah, you. I, I, thank you I just, so I much. I yeah, you did that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a piece for a string orchestra. Yeah. Uh, and actually, it's kind of a re-adaptation of a, of a piece that I, I, I had wrote a couple months before. Okay. Um, this, this piece is called, uh, the one that you heard for string orchestra, is played by New West Symphony. It's, um, uh-huh. it's a very, a fant- I mean, they have a fantastic uh, conductor, was really open to um, different kinds of music and different uh, aesthetics. His uh, name is uh, Michael Christie, and he's uh-huh. uh, really working on different uh, cultural uh, zones, uh, okay. uh, musical zones. And uh, he has this kind of different, um, during the pandemic, he had all these uh, different concerts uh, for Mexico, Japan, uh, China, Iran, um, okay. India, and so forth. So I uh, was uh, kind of commissioned uh, by by the orchestra to to give a piece for string orchestra. Uh, but the the whole uh, project is a project. It's a very fascinating project because during pandemic, I was, I was really. Um, I mean, like anyone, like everyone, I, yeah. anxious, yeah, anxious, and really, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you had no idea what's right. what's going to happen. And I came across this text from 11th century by uh, Persian poet Attar uh, okay. with the name of Conference of the Birds. Uh, okay. This Conference of the Birds is uh, the the text that. Um, Actually, uh, the birds from all around the world are tired. Are during pandemic, they're right. they're confronting the <laughs> kind of like a, like a quasi COVID of of their own uh, of their own you know land in yeah. a way. Uh, so they they gather and they say, let's uh, let's find God. Our God is Seymour, and let's find him, and he has a solution to all these. Um, yeah. Uh, unstable situation so uh there is this uh leading bird who's um, promising that simor is uh, actually living up on the mountains and uh then they start their voyage they start this uh, trip and they go and go and lots of birds they give up um for different reasons uh, the duck give ups, uh, gives up gives <laughs> up because uh she he thinks that uh, there the, the won't be enough water in the mountains hmm. or the you know the swan gives up because she thinks that she's uh, already very beautiful and she doesn't want to uh, compensate <laughs> anything else so they there are certain birds that they keep going and it's really interesting that this text actually helped me to overcome all that all those anxieties yeah it's a, it's a text from almost a thousand years before but it really gives you hope and it really gives you resistance and yeah. 
you know, uh, kind of like uh, giving you a reason that anything that happens is is for a reason and it's sure. for your well-being and it would make you stronger and it's yeah. it's it's going to be okay <laughs> at the wow. end but it's a it's a it's a beautiful text i mean i re- recommend there are many adaptations uh even i think there is an american author that i don't remember his name he's based in new york and he did a illustration book on uh, conference of the birds oh my gosh so part of this uh part of this book is called seven valleys of love because all these birds they go through seven valleys of love seven stages of mm-hmm. love uh and um it's kind of uh this very challenging trip that in each of each uh stage they they get something uh, in return right. so simon actually is that uh that bird that you you heard the movement and okay. at the end i mean i can't spoil the the, the story <laughs> at the end Seymour, at the end Seymour is kind of like uh a very funny it becomes a very i mean uh curious uh thing because c means 30 and more means birds okay at the end 30 birds they remain and they become the Seymour themselves okay so actually uh at the end of the, the this trip you find your your own you're kind of reflected by by your own uh, by oneself so this was a kind of very inspiring at the moment and um i i try to adapt this and the first commission came for uh Kangswert, uh Stadt festival in berlin uh, right from a from a um friend of mine uh that i've never met actually Sylvia <laughs> Hins, uh, yeah we, we 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 got friends in during covid uh virtually he she plays a recorder And she's a recorder teacher in Berlin, and she plays all kinds of recorders from contrabass to to small recorders. And Mm -hmm. then she said, for the 30 years of uh, anniversary of this festival, we want a piece for, because of the pandemic, we don't know what kind of instruments, how many instruments, and uh, we, we need like a, almost like uh, 25 minutes of music for open score. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's, it's uh, the only thing that I can tell you is that uh, I play the, I play different kinds of uh, recorders, but how many, and then he, she said, the, because of this educational um, contemporary chamber ensemble that I'm working on, there will be amateur players. So it oh, shouldn't be wow. too difficult either. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, it was so many uh, weeks and months that I was uh, thinking only that, and I went through lots of uh, open scores. I mean, open score is not a new thing. I mean, you right. Uh, one of the most Thierry uh, uh, Riley, uh, most uh, famous open scores are Thierry Riley in C that is performed almost every day in one of the. <laughs> <laughs> around the world uh, 
if not more. But uh, to, to have that kind of um, um, all those limitations. And then also I really, I was reading that text and I really wanted to adapt this text uh, to music at that uh, certain time. Okay. Uh, so I, I really didn't want to uh, compensate any kind of uh, emotional aspect or kind of like idea just to write something that would work for them. So it, it took a long time that I, I, I was um, writing this and then it was performed in Berlin and then I was approached by this, the New West Symphony and then they okay. liked this idea for that open score. I said, I yeah. can uh, make the parts for string it, orchestra. Yeah, yeah so huh. it's uh, kind of like two, um, two different um, sure. adaptations. Have, have you written a lot of music that's not guitar centered? Is that is that something you've done? A, yeah, a bit I try of? to. Yeah. I try to. Uh, this past uh, years, I try to get uh, as much as possible different uh, uh, kinds of uh, different, you know, other other than guitar, sure. different kinds of uh, formations and occasions. Um, which is actually uh, really helpful for the guitar, guitar writing because sure. when I come back to you know commissions or a project that I want to write for guitar, I, I see it with a with a fresh eye. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, I've been now. I uh, I was selected as a composer for an opera pro project. I mean, this kind of opera training has been started already in 2000, um, beginning of 2020 that I uh, started a very uh, fascinating workshop and residency for opera uh, writing in France. Um, Amazing. And I, yes. And then now I, I was selected uh, with my team, uh, which is, uh, I love uh, Actually, I love our team. Uh, They're very uh, fascinating. I mean, uh, people that I would uh, I would pick to work with them and to write a proper opera with choir and amazing. You know, wow! Yeah. Have you ever done anything like that before? I've, I've played. Uh, well, I've written for orchestra. Uh -huh. uh, I've written for uh, voices. I've written for choir. Okay, but. All Not that all together. together and working uh, like with a libretto with a libretto and all that. I mean, I, I in the in the works I mean, the, in the residency we were working with a librettist uh, throughout a year to to find out how the intention of the text would kind of reflect itself on the yeah. music and what are the possibilities and it was very effective and. Um, it's when really will, opened my mind, be, but this when is will like be that that happening. Uh, the laboratory, the first laboratory, would be in March. So okay. uh, we would go. They they call it laboratory. So I would uh -huh. uh, bring uh, some chunks of sure. uh, the the work, and we would uh, discuss with the director and the librettist, um, and then the whole thing probably in. Uh, not earlier than 2023, I suppose. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So that's, we that's have time, huge. but it's, that's a lot that's of work. That's a huge project. Yeah, that's a lot of work. <laughs> 
a lot of work. Wow. But uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, you're going to forget that yeah, you're a guitarist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose it's really difficult, you know, because I'm still engaged as a as a performer in different occasions, and it's really difficult to balance and. Once you're yeah. into performance, is uh, you get it's kind of the the two domains are really jealous uh, right. uh, about each other. You, sure, once you're sure. inside this, the other one that goes suffers. away, and you have to mm -hmm. beg that yeah, yeah <laughs> please come back, please come back, <laughs> come back. And then yeah. once you're <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of. Uh, well, but how wonderful that you have uh, the opportunities to do that, though. You know, I mean, that's 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 a that's a that's a nice problem to have. <laughs> so is, yeah. is most of you, is most of your guitar playing lately the duo with the, the clarinetist? Is that is that most of what? Yes. You're, yeah. You're yeah. Most of it, or or my own pieces uh, uh -huh. with in different corporations. Right. Yeah, I had wow. a I, I collaborated with a Swiss uh, conductor Elena Schwartz uh, okay. in different occasions. So um, um, I was the one who played uh, my my part. I mean, I I always do. Uh, and then uh, I have another project now with a traditional singer that uh, it's kind of a, like a lockdown uh, project. Sure. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> We are preparing an album um, with a lute, lute guitar, and a traditional singer in center with my compositions. Wow. So it's kind of like a very, uh, how do you say, very um, emotional in a way, emotional, sure. and uh, it's it's kind of based on improvisation as well, and the things that we we. We are surprised after the, each uh, session of, uh, of recording. We are surprised. I mean, how uh, all that came came about. And sometimes you get, uh, uh, I mean, you question how, uh, <laughs> at what extent, the, the 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 art of improvisation they, they, yeah. they, it can be unpredictable, right? In a way. And yeah. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen or how you're going to respond to it, and especially, you know, with the intensity of the times that we've we've been dealing with over the past couple of years. You know, I imagine it's it's a, exactly. <laughs> you know you don't yeah. know what's going to come up. Yeah. yeah. Are are you are you yeah. meeting are you meeting in person to do those recordings or or, or is, is that something you're doing virtually? Uh, well, I mean, uh, we do it in person, but. Uh, uh, well, you know uh, the 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 female voice officially is banned. Still, it's one of the oh obstacles that uh, needs needs to be resolved. Yeah. And uh, no official studios are allowed to record female voices as solo singer. I mean, choir is okay, or uh, doubling with uh, men voice right. solo is the the, the problem. Do you, and, do you have the ability uh, to record record on your own, or do you have to go to a studio? So we, uh, yeah, so we, we, we had a project together um, that she was involved just as a narrator. Okay. It was a, a children music that I wrote the music. Um, and uh, then she did the narr uh, narration and then she sang just a, you know, half stanza maybe. Uh -huh. And the sound recorder, he was, he was 
kind of shocked and he said please let uh, next time you come to my own <laughs> studio because uh we would you know we are not allowed right. to record oh, wow. um so we 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 found this underground uh studio in middle of nowhere in the city <laughs> that we go and to and we record uh in together right. in person and uh yeah so it's uh it's actually uh, until now what what we've done uh, is completely improvised and uh, as i said it's uh, coming along in, in a in a very fascinating uh, direction in a way because um um also this kind of a uh, um, there is this kind of a feeling that uh, you're not supposed to do something that is right. completely human, but right. then it gives you a drive to of course to do it. Yeah, that is that's what a story. <laughs> and how exciting! I mean, I just you're you're involved in so many different things, and it's it's it like and it's also very vibrant and and full of energy and 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 wow and i i, I, I imagine you don't sleep much <laughs> yeah and, uh, above all that above all that i have a toddler right. uh, at home, but, you know how, completely how, active and he loves your son? Uh, too he's four years old and he oh loves tools and drills and uh, <laughs> he keeps, you know, repairing things and he <laughs> likes to, you know, uh, imitate the, the noise of drill and all that. <laughs> you you got to find a way to integrate that into your compositions. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, it's yeah. great to talk to you. I mean, I like, I, I knew some of the things Thank that you were, you. you were doing, but like, I had no idea you're, you're, you're a busy, busy person. That's amazing. And, and so, and it's just really exciting. And now I have to go, I have to go find your, your, your record on ECM and listen to it. And hopefully we can that get you, great. get you to you. perform in the States sometimes. I, I think that. that yeah, would be, that yeah. would be fantastic. Be yeah, great, so. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for I having really, me. It was yeah, great well, I to really, talk to you. Really appreciate your time, and and it's it's really exciting to hear about all the things that you're that you're doing, and and I think I think we should stay in touch and and maybe get you back on and get an update and, sure. and about all the other sure. new things that you're going on. So, but, uh, yeah. Sure, sure. Thank you. Thanks, Kofam. Thank you. Thank okay. you, Carl. This is Carl Wolwind of Columbus Classical Guitar. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Guitar on My Knee podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit columbusclassicalguitar.com or Carl Wolwind Guitarist on Facebook. <laughs>